everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Bevelations. Uh, we are here this week for the fabulous interview with a Philly nightlife legend, the fabulous Miss Salada T. She was a sweetheart. Um, she is a, a hoot. I'm excited to bring uh, performers like her on here that our listening audience may not know much about. And we had a fabulous little interview. So I will let us get right to it and sit back and relax and enjoy this interview with Miss Salada T. Today we are joined by Philly nightlife icon Miss Salada T. Salada T began her career in 1993 as a DJ in a small after-hours club in Upper Darby called the MSA. She entered the Philly scene in 1994 at the Key West Club, then began working at nearly every bar in the neighborhood as a DJ and performer. By November of 1998, she won her first crown in New Hope as Miss Cartwheel. At the time, she was one of the original me- fuck cartwheel. <laughs> See, no, right. I, I it's not it's not me unless I fuck something up. All right. No, that was okay. I like that. At the t- was the one of the original members of Britney Lynn's Drag Mafia, mm-hmm. doing shows from Ohio to Atlantic City. Other venues include shows with Sandy Beach at several casinos, including the Miss America Pageant. She is also one of the original Bob and Barbara Girls, hosted by Lisa Lisa. In the 2000s, Salada was on several TV shows, including Regis and Kelly, Good Day Philly, and her pride and joy, American Idol. Salada hosted several karaoke shows at Woody's and the Venture Inn, and now many events at Eye Candy. She has done it all, kitties. Hi, Salada. Hi, kids. That, wow, that, that was, was a little <laughs> brief moment. <laughs> she wanted a little biography, so I kind of, I didn't know where to stop. <laughs> this bitch sent me the Ten Commandments. It was like Cecil B. De, Cecil B. DeMille started know, that shit. I never knew. No, you know, I don't want to leave anybody out. I never want to leave. I applaud you. And then I forgot about my other crown. I was Miss Philly Gay Pride 2006. Well, we, throw that in there. We will get there. We will get there. <laughs> like, you need to add that. No, more. I just love that you actually took the time to write one out because. I did that at the Mickey D's today. Because <laughs> half these bitches show up and are just like, you know who I am. They say something about me oh, and then I'm hateful. And I'm like, Satine Harlow is a ratchet no, cunt. You know, she could be. Oh my God. <laughs> they get like that, don't they? They get little. Nasty. They do. I don't like that. I, so hi, Miss Salada. Hi, honey. She gave me a. Fu- I, I. She asked me what I want to drink. <laughs> I said, "Well, I everybody know. knows I like my fuzzy navel." She's like, "Gotcha, girl." And she gives me an empty bottle of. of it had snot. a little bit. It had a drop. She's like, "Do we put vodka I didn't, instead?" I, I didn't said, know that okay, it was as empty as it was. We'll give it a shot. That was left over. That peach schnapps was mm. left over when my mother-in-law came and wanted fuzzy navels and buttery nipples. I got See, butters- I, I'll I got, try that next. I got butterscotch schnapps <laughs> in there and uh, some milk in my refrigerator. <laughs> we'll make a buttery. Nipple. I'm all choked up. Oh my god. So so hi. Welcome hi. to my welcome to my humble abode. You got big ass windows. <laughs> I do have big I ass windows and then I, big ass hair on the uh, other side. She got hair everywhere. It's the village of the dance. Oh my god! So hi, so welcome. So let's start at the very beginning. Woo, a very let's good go place back. to start. Picture it. Picture it, Sicily. <laughs> Upper Darby, 1993. <laughs> 
Well, no, take us back before that. So way before that. Oh, what? picture it. Nineteen. <laughs> well, well, you don't have I'll, to say I'll, a year. Where, where I is she know from? Shame with how old I am. Where is she from? Salada. Well, sour salada. <laughs> Same. All thing. right. Well, I was originally born in Philadelphia in Southwest Philly. What we'll color? Me surprised with and, that accent. And, and my grandparents, of course, from South Philly, and so. the name like Salvatore. You know, <laughs> it's very Italian. Go down, down the shore. Get a water ice. Go get a water ice. That's where. That's where I get a lot of my characters from. <laughs> there you say, go. Needless to say, and um, then I, of course, like I watched television in it. Like 70s, and you saw like the Carol Burnett skit with Harvey Corman dressed as a girl, and then Flip Wilson as Geraldine, and and you know, you, you, you got it, you had a laugh, and I always loved you got that. Inspired. I, was, I was inspired by that, and then um, I DJed. Well, that I did that all my life, and since I was a kid, I used to like listen to carrying my little portable record player around at oh. five years old. And kids, in case you didn't know, a record player <laughs> is something way before your iPod days. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I used to carry this record player around, and I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to read, but I used to draw little figures on the record so I would know what was Doggy in the Window, what was other songs <laughs> that I play. And I used to carry it, and I, basically, I was like a record collector. I would just bring collect records and buy them and buy them and the next thing you know my friends that when we were in the teens they all hang out in the basement and say come on let's all hang out south playing music and then I would play name that tune with the kids and the next thing you know I wind up being a DJ and oh, it's like okay. I didn't really know that I was going to be a DJ I just became one and wow. I started doing like mobile gigs and then a friend of mine who was a rich kid had all this equipment and he sold to me dirt cheap the uh, DJ equipment. The next thing you know, I started doing weddings and stuff like oh, that. Oh, wow. And oh, there's, there's wonderful weddings and there's wonderful beef and beers. <laughs> beef and Yo, what's up? You got this song, dude? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I, I put through it, but one day, this is it. One day back go in off, 1993, girl. I wanted to go to a place, you know, afterwards when we're done working at the, at the mobile jobs. But if we went into town, it would have closed. But there was heard about this one little place called the MSA in Upper Darby, which was a, a gay after hours club. Did and MSA been, stand for something or was Newborn just... Social Association? Okay. And downstairs was the CR bar, which was I forget what that stands for, but it was it was fun. It was like a, it was after hours bar. So I started going there and then they found out I was a DJ and I said, well, I said, let me play because like this DJ, he ain't cutting it. <laughs> Next thing you know, I started playing music and he had two DJs. He fired them. <laughs> and, hired Just, and hired me. And next thing you know, I started playing music. Well, everybody in Philly started traveling out there. Now, mind you, I could say this now because it's now a parking lot. <laughs> Mind you, this was a speakeasy. So therefore, this MSA was a true after-hours club when it stayed open until like nine in the morning. Oh, so it was like not. So it was not legally. No, allowed. no, no, no. Oh, okay. But I don't care. They paid me. I, I, yeah, I did what go. I had to do. There you go. So one thing led to another, and I started. Uh, DJ Nair and uh, people from Philly started coming there because word got out and all the bartenders from different bars would leave. At that time, Voyeur was called the 2-4 Club. (laughs) They were leaving 2-4 and going there, the bartenders and all. And they would be a bus loading down to Upper Darby. Oh, wow. And it was a hangout because it would stay open late in the morning. (laughs) 
then, so you don't have to whisper when we're recording the podcast, because then they can't so they can't oh, hear many, you. Oh, many, many queens have gone there. Brittany and and Sandy and all of them have gone there. Uh-huh. Now, this is how Salada developed. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've always was fascinated by Dragon because of, of a, a my major... Um, Inspiration was from a, a drag queen, Mabel Redtop, who's retired, but you still see her once in a while, and she's been in the business a long time. She's the queen of camp. And I, when I first saw her, I was so inspired by that. I was like, mm. wow. And I started, like, you know, wanting to, always wanted to do drag. So one Halloween, as usual, in 94, to be exact, <laughs> at the MSA, I became Salada T, and I did this song called Harper Valley Pizza. Oh, I love that song! Yeah. I was dressed in a disco gold, that was all my mother's stuff. <laughs> of course. Disco gold shirt. A mini skirt that, that any higher, honey, you would have known <laughs> I wasn't a girl. Oh, anyway, I had pictures somewhere. Well, I post them. You'll see. Oh, the early years. So Do a nice throwback Thursday. So, I, so after I did that, they said, we need to give you a name. Well, I'm, I'm Salvatore, and I don't want to be called Sally. Right. A lot of it to do because that was a drug queen, a drug, I mean, a drug dealer's name. Her name was Sally. <laughs> Sally. And I didn't want to be known. I didn't want to, I didn't be, want to take her. Didn't want to be like Sally uh, the drug dealer. So, any, <laughs> anywho, somebody said to me, uh, "What about Salada?" And I'm like, "That's a T, isn't it?" He says, "Yeah." Like I said. Okay, but I think it is. It is. There's an S A L A D A. Look it up. It's okay. an actual tea. And back in the 70s, the commercial would they would drink the tea and go, mmm. Now that's a lot of tea. And it's very old. And there's some okay. and there's a jingle. There's a jingle go on YouTube. S-A-L-A-D-A and try salada. Try it's a jingle and everything. It's hysterical. Anywho, Interesting. I didn't want I didn't want a lawsuit with the right. Salada Tea Company. <laughs> of course. Only because of a good friend of mine, her name is Little Debbie, who performed, she also got in trouble because she oh. was very dirty. Oh, and, and, and little Debbie sent them a form and you the actual, remember, like, like the snack the, cake the snack company, cake company called and pissed off, pissed off at her. So I didn't what? want that. But I figured, you know what? Eminem can get away with it. So I would change it <laughs> to Salat. Like, like, there's Salat of me. Right. Salat of tea. Right. And, and it was, first of all, it was just Salat. And then one day, my boobies were bigger than the other girls. Well, I didn't know what I was stuffing in there. You know, I tried all things. And they go, look at them titties. I'm like, that's a dirty word. They're my teas. My Salata tea. And that's where the name came. Okay. <laughs> that was going to be one of my questions. Yeah. So, oh, honey, you, you don't have to talk. I'll just go on. <laughs> just hook up. Anyway. Hook up Elsa the Google girl here and just wind her up. So anyway, as as it developed and people got to see me in Philly, mm-hmm. I started performing at Key West Nightclub, which is right next to um, the Bradley Place. That old building. Frankie Bradley's. Frankie Bradley's. There's an old building on the side. Oh, okay. That was Key West. Okay. Love that bar. Okay. And I, I first DJed there and first did my first Philly drag show there. Okay. And then the 12th Air Command, which is now ICANN, right. had Thursday night amateur drag night competition. Okay. Just as popular as the arena is today. Brittany, Brittany talked about that on hers. Of course. That's where we met, me and Brittany. There you go. Yeah, sweet girl. We, 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 went, we rivaled each other. We. We, we were both competing against each other. Sometimes she beat me. Sometimes I beat her. 
Not saying as, anything about this. As Salata said earlier, it was just like Bette Midler and Joe Groff. <laughs> <laughs> she met Bet, Betty Davis. She I know. Bette Midler I screwed it Joe up. Crawford but, and fell over. Well, but anyway, Brittany, we had some going. good times and bad times. But anyway, but it, like all drag queens do. Mm-hmm. What I loved about that was, now you know the little bathroom, the universal bathroom at Eye Candy. Mm-hmm. That, that was the dressing room. Twelve mm-hmm. girls mm-hmm. in that little room. Well, honey, I made sure I got there early because I wanted to get a stall. <laughs> I got it, and I guess, and I. They call me the um, MacGyver of drag because I can rig anything. I can make the small spot a fabulous dressing room. <laughs> I can. I know how to mix. I took. I brought extension cords and fans, and I hooked that place up <laughs> every time I was there. So, but the best part I loved about it was that there was. You were competing with older queens as well. Right. And you may have lost, but you've also learned. You learned about the tradition of drag. You learned about um, where how they started. The you, right way to do you, things. You basically learned. It was it was a learning process. Even though it was competition, and there was some shadiness going on, and I could tell you how Salada got a little shady one time. <laughs> well, girl, we got all Good the time in the world. Oh, honey. <laughs> one day at the 12th Air Command, I'll be all nice as I always am. However, there was this girl, I'm not going to name her names because you know what, you know, I'm not going to admit to anything. So I'm just going to keep it anonymous. Felicia. Anyway, <laughs> this is not what they say, Felicia by Felicia. Okay. okay. Anywho, <laughs> oh, I thought her name she, was. I found, it was. Anyway, I found out that I couldn't find my jewelry that I just bought. Mm. And they said, Salada, she stole your jewelry. And had the nerve to be on stage with in it, in my jewelry. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, okay, we're good for the goose is good for the gander. I grabbed a beautiful updo and flushed it in the toilet <laughs> and left it there. So, <laughs> so when she came up and she said, somebody just took my updo and flushed it in the toilet, and I went. <gasps> That's a shame. That's I bet awful. it's a. I bet it's the same queen who stole my jewelry. <laughs> Snap. That's good. See, when you're a drag queen, yes, you have to be part shady. But you know, I do it. Honey, you hurt me really. If I give you some shade, you, you girl, you, you did something really bad. Because yeah. I'm very kind-hearted. I, I, I love a people person. But anyway, once I started doing competitions there. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out with Brittany a lot, and Brittany organized her drag mafia, and and, mm-hmm. and I, it was very small. It was very very fun, and we started doing road trips to Ohio, Akron, Ohio, and out, all over because I had a friend out there, and and we, we did Atlantic City like every weekend. With Sandy Beach had a show down okay. there, and, oh, and Studio Six, honey, Ooh, stories. No. <laughs> Mortimer, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we getting all, get all sorts of shout outs here, oh, honey. So, um. Then we would every Monday night. So what year circuit ish? Right this? now we're in 1998. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm good with the years. 1998. Now I did not win at 12 air because I had to stop because I in 1997 I started DJing at uh, at 12 air, which is now I Candy. Right. Therefore, I am there 20 years in that building. Okay. Digger. So. I couldn't compete because I worked there. Mm-hmm. So I would do guest spots and work lights and blah blah blah. But. I would compete up in New Hope 
at mm-hmm. the cartwheel. And that was a beautiful club. It's near, not far from the Raven. Is it still there? No, it burned okay. down. It okay. was the best place ever. And I would just go there. We, once a week, and I would do my crazy, crazy stuff. And then, and those who've seen my acts are just really off the wall and very airy and fun. <laughs> I even brought a, a hospital stretcher in there one time and did oh, doctor's wow. orders. It was surprising. <laughs> anywho, okay. anywho, I kept on competing once a week. Once a week, and next thing you know, I won a, a month. I'm like, oh my God, I won a month. I'm excited. Then I was in the big event. And, of course, Brittany was in it, too. Brittany knows all about it. And Shout out to Brittany. And, Previous guest, Brittany Lynn. You can it. check out her podcast several episodes. <laughs> anyway, she, uh, we, uh, we, I started um, doing questions and answers and stuff like that. I broke it down to the top five. I'm like, oh, well, this is good. So the, the number I did was I dressed up as a giant Hershey Kiss and did the Shoop Shoop song in his kiss with Hershey Kisses. <laughs> and then, then they went to I Want Candy. You, I have that. Look at my Facebook page of Salad. You'll, you'll see old That's videos. That's I yeah. like that. So... At that time, you had all these queens, and it's similar to that. You got all the glorious, glorious, good-looking queens, you know? And here I'm wearing a giant Hershey Kiss outfit <laughs> while they're all in beaded gowns. And right. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't think much of it because, you know what? I was like my first first pageant. I just have, Well, next thing the question and answers came, the question they asked me was, um, if you were in a room with Tammy Faye Baker... What would you do with her face? How would you do? I said, well, honey, I wouldn't do anything with her because you know what? She's got lips and eyes. and th- In fact, that's a drag queen. Honey, that's why they got divorced. They found out. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, one, and then the, the crowd went crazy. So I won that. I won, won, and I told them in the evening again, you know how you talk about, mm-hmm. oh, it's from this, Bob Mackey, blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I, I just was simple. Mm-hmm. I said, I said, this ocean blue was, is, is loaned to her. The shoes were originally white, but thanks to her buddies at MAB, they're now silver. <laughs> and I got the jewelry, some cheesy Chinese shop in Philly. <laughs> I just like said it like it was, and it was so simple. Mm-hmm. And 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 I beat the beat them all. You won? I won my Get first crown. Get I slept with that crown. Yes, I put it right <laughs> next to my bed, and I disbelieve. I'm like, I can't believe I won Aww. this cart. It was very overwhelming, and mm-hmm. I'm still. Uh, you never forget your first crown. Yeah, you totally. never do. Yeah, and I wasn't much of a car. I'm not was in the pageantry. They would say, "Well, you should try for Miss Pennsylvania Larger." Yeah. I just pageants wasn't what I wanted. I just wanted to entertain the people, mm-hmm. you know. And, and pageants it was more like. Once you win one, you got to go to another, and then there's commitments. Right. And I couldn't, I couldn't commit because I work at, I work in a hospital, and I DJ, and I work at all these places. There's no way I can commit my time to that. Yeah. So now we're in 2000. Okay. okay? It's a whole new day. She's she taking us right straight on through. I'm just laughing. Honey, you thought the biography was, I was long. I'm right. loving it. I'm so loving now it. we're in 2000. I'm at my peak. Everybody knows the Solana. I'm DJing. I'm kicking ass at, at 12th Air. And then, now, are you DJing as Solana? No, or you're, okay. some days. But most of the time, I would Just be back and forth. Okay. And then, and, and I did a lot. And I did a lot of pageants and stuff like that, 12th Air as well. But I, um, like I said, I could do it because I started working there. But then I had a fallout with the owner at the time. And, and I, I left 12th Air briefly for a year or two and worked, started working over at Tavern on Kamak as the DJ there. 
and stirred things up there, and then Salada did shows there, and 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 that's what my daughter, Crystal T. Electra was. Okay. Born. They don't use T on her name a lot. I've noticed that. <laughs> Now, Mother I notices I notice everything. That. And they, they always say Crystal Electra. It is Crystal T. At first it was just Crystal T in the beginning, folks. And you shouldn't take away the T. <laughs> she has pride in that name. It's Crystal T. Well, okay. Aida Snatchwell is now Aida S. Stratton. Because she can't be Aida Snatchwell and, and be a, a, a pageant queen. But see, that, that confuses me because I mean, I love, of course, you know, Fancy is my, my roomie and all of it. But it it takes away the meaning of the name. Mm-hmm. See, I need a snatch. I eat a snatch well. I you know, agree. that's what it means. Uh, I eat a snatch I well. I, I mean, I don't know. But I used to be part now. I'm, I don't, God forbid, I don't mention her name. Oh, I wouldn't hear the end of it. I had another drag mother. Okay. Because I, her name is Brenda Lamore. Okay. You know her in Delaware. Well, Brenda taught me. I think I'm Facebook friends with her. Everybody knows Brenda. Brenda <laughs> is the queen of nasty. <laughs> okay. But she taught me how to, she really basically taught me the drag. She became my drag mother. Mabel Redtop was my inspiration, but Brenda taught me everything. So I did a lot of shows with her. She's part of the drag mafia too. Okay. So anyway, so now back to 2000s. Mm-hmm. So now I, I, I'm sitting there like just enjoying life and having fun doing drag and and then um, Okay, this is where it got a little sticky with me and Brittany. <laughs> Brittany had a show in, um, in Woody's. And, um, and they had offered me a position at Woody's as well. And they wanted to, like, change it up a little bit, mix it up a little. Mm-hmm. Brittany thought I went to them, and I did uh, not. And I will say this very day, I did not do that. She's on the record, kids. Yes, I did not. On but we, this, is old, this is old wounds. I don't like to open it, because we, me and Brittany had patched things up since then. Mm-hmm. But it was bitterness between me and her mm-hmm. because of that. And I feel bad about that, because I really, I, I love my Brittany. I'm her Wiggles, and she calls me um, Wiggles T, because I used to walk like that, Wiggles. <laughs> and, and, okay. But we had a fallout, and then it was, so that was like the Betty, Betty Davis, Joe Crawford moment. So, next thing you know, I started doing uh, DJing at Woody's and doing shows at Woody's as well. Mm. And then I started doing karaoke at Woody's because uh, Gla- the lady who was running was name was Gladys. She uh, retired and they asked me if they knew I sing because I do sing live. And I started singing and I, I hosted karaoke. And I did a really good job all the way up to 2008. <laughs> And can't, then can't see that, but she just made a face. <laughs> she just made a face. It was a 2010. It was well. Nevertheless, my show was was uh, I was I was um, substituted. Okay. By Brittany. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so it was a little bitter again, yeah. but we we patched things up. And right. you know, like me and Brittany, I, I love my girl. I love her very much, yeah. and we did so many fun things. But you know, there was some there's there's there tension moments as always. So I, at that time, during that time, um, heard that a certain television show was coming on t- um, to Philadelphia, and that was American Idol. I'm like. Oh, I've got to. I've got to. Now, prior to that, I used to go on Good Day Philadelphia just like to just spontaneously do stuff like, you know, they wanted me to be a co-host. I said, you know, I entered the contest, and I dressed, sent them a, a 
video of that, blah, blah, blah. And then next thing you know, I'm on Good Day Philadelphia. And then when Regis, I already went to New York and I tried to be in Regis' show there to fill in for Kelly when she was on. on okay. So I brought, a, brought cannolis up there in New York and that was hysterical. <laughs> but, you made it on but, TV? but yeah. But then American Idol, that was like, they're in my hometown. I had to dress up, and I did a good time. I had the big old white hat. And this is on YouTube. Then, all on YouTube, it. yes. That was the first time I yes. saw you was when someone and showed me And I kept on, I was like, I did it, and it was great. <laughs> there were photographers and everything, different stations from all, Fox stations all around the country were interviewing me. I felt like I was in glory. And next thing you know, I, I knew I wasn't going to go to Hollywood because I told them that I was only 18. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, actually, 17, I said, but technically, Salada T at that time was only 17. Oh, mm -hmm. That's how I got away with it. But I met Simon, I met Paul Abdul, and I met. met so they were Randy. all here in Philly? Yes, they were. Oh, okay. Yes. And I, I, I loved it. Now, um, they didn't show as much on there as I wanted to, but it was okay. But then Good Day Philadelphia interviewed me the next day. I was on Good Day Philadelphia. It was just amazing. So what did you sing for them? I did um, two versions. One, I did um, New York, New York. But the other one is I, I did a parody of um, um, Life is a Big Buffet instead of Life is a Cabaret. Okay. And it's, what good is eating alone in your room? Come bring your plate this way. Life is a big buffet, my friend. Come to the big buffet. And I went on like That's cute. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I do parodies. And what did, they, what did they say to you? Well, um, when I came out of the room, Simon went, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then Randy says, I like the way you walk, you know. And so it's a lot of that, just the way you said it. And I, I and Paula was drunk. Paula gave me a hug. No, she was she was Paula was high as a she kite over was high. Her and She yeah. was like, she's clapping know. her hands over her head. I'm scratching here. <laughs> I'm scratching my armpit. Excuse me. <laughs> this is a classy affair, ladies and gentlemen. Classy. Anywho, so now now I'm working. Uh, I did all that and I was happy and and then um. I worked. I was working for the longest time. Adventure. I'm a tavern on Camagana, and I liked it there. <coughs> because I was up in the balcony a lot, and I'm a DJ who likes to be part of the people. Right. Yeah. Because that's I when like, the DJ booth. I, I like the to DJ be part of the people. Key West was around the corner. I was doing DJing around there, but they closed down. Mm -hmm. So then um, I heard the uh, Q Lounge, which is now I don't know what it is now. It's uh, but in Maryland. Yeah. Well, that was great, and then that's where I met Mimi, mm -hmm. and she, I was the DJ for her shows mm -hmm. there, and she went out in the streets and everything else. That's that crazy. was so crazy. And then um, that I, one night, I wasn't working at uh, 12 Air at the moment, but I was working at Tavern of Kamak, and then they said that the DJ on New Year's Eve had a fight with him and you pulled everything. You can't talk quieter when we're working. Don't, don't <laughs> sorry. Keep it quiet. I'm like, it's we're recording. <laughs> so, anywho, well, they said, us. we're in a dilemma. It's New Year's Eve. And I said, well, I'll help you out here. I'll send you some CDs, you know, with the, the countdown. Is that, is that and what bar? 12 Air Command. Oh, 12 Air. Okay. And um, I said to the match, I quickly dashed over on New Year's Eve, quickly dashed over and reset their connections, put it all together, gave them some CDs to play, mm -hmm. so these had music going on, and um, I came back and worked at a tavern to come back, and I said, I can DJ for you New Year's Day, because I'm not all, I'm off. So I helped them out, and Richard liked that, and next thing you know, Richard 
brought me back. And then I started doing shows there for, for Richard again. And and then and then Richard sold the place to uh, Daryl, and Daryl kept me on. And and we are here today. Everything is great. Everything is great. And Salada has been coming and going and coming and going. Now, I did get a little tired after a while because, you know, when you do it for a long period of time, it gets to be, ugh. Right. And when you're 53 years old, which I am, it gets to, it gets to be too much. But. You don't want them to forget about you, and that's what's happening, so I can't have that happen. So that's why I'm having my comebacks. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm doing this interview, too. So Damn now right. I am. Damn it. Damn right. And that's... That should took up about a half hour. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now, um, you also said you were one of the original Bob and Barbara's yes. girls. Yes. Oh, God. How did I forget that? We've ha we haven't had a Bob and Barbara's girl here yet. Yes. I mean, Brittany's been here, but... Yeah. I was before... No, was I? About the same time as Brittany. I always treat this as if no one has any idea what we're talking about. So explain Bob and Barbara. Bob and Barbara's is the there. oldest drag show in Philadelphia. It started out in 1990, I think, five or four. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, when I first started out. Um, and has it always been Lisa? Yes, it has. Since always. I was, so now, now, maybe not before I was there, okay. but when I was there, it was Lisa, and she hired me, and then I did my crazy skits, and then dressed as a waitress, or a Hershey Kiss, or brought out two dildos and did Tour Between Two Lovers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I think I've seen that one. And I've had many characters, like I've done Hairspray and the Fairy Godmother from Shrek, and Cruel Summer dresses as a... a and everything you see nowadays, you know, like on the beach, you see a beach lady, I dress like that. Everyday characters. And so you've, so, and you DJ there and perform. Yeah, I, I didn't start DJing until like maybe about six years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I've been performing there for years and I am one of the original Bob Barber girls. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I was trying to remember the first time you and I met, and I think it was probably at Bob Barber's? It was either Bob and Barber's or Venture. Because I've only, I I've only done Bob and Barbers a few times because I'm always so mm -hmm. wrapped up in Drag Wars on Thursdays, so mm -hmm. I don't get there as much as I'd like. But yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was either a karaoke at Venture <laughs> or doing one of the shows <laughs> at Venture. No. How long was Venture there? Oh, Venture was there many, many, many years, yeah. way before I was born. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long time it's there. Okay. I miss Venture. Venture, I had a I lot of good too. times there. I uh, did the karaoke with... Um, with um, Fancy, and we had some really great times, and I did some shows there with Sandy, and of course... I need I've, to get Sandy Beach And I've lost... Yet. Yes, you must. And of course, I've lost my best friend in the whole world, Rini Kane, oh, who, yeah. who, was, who taught me everything about DJing and everything about the drag business, and I will tell you what she told me, and I tell, I tell Drew Tracks this too, I pass it on. Mm. She said, don't let these queens boss you around. <laughs> she says... If you if they make you mad, fuck up their music. <laughs> yeah, right. And I've seen him do it. I've seen him and do she it. taught this to Carl as well, you know. And and we we me and Carl Michaels talk about that. You know how Rini taught us. Rini taught us so much. Yeah, I miss her very much. She was the first lady of turntables who DJing for over forty years. Yeah, I only met her a few times at that. Oh, you have been blessed. You have been blessed. You have blessed her. Anyone who has met her was blessed because she worked at. Um, Fair, Eye Candy, way before before it was that. It was Equus and other clubs. She was oh, there. Wow. She worked at every every bar in Philadelphia, and she was well known, very well known. Yeah, I miss her very much. 
Now you also mentioned, did you compete for Miss America or you just Miss America? Oh my God, yes, I did, and I was runner-up to Brittany Lynn. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to bring up a bad subject. That's okay. I was I was I was first runner-up. I was runner-up to Brittany Lynn again. National comedy queen, so I know what it's like to be Lynn. First, first alternate. But um. But yeah, but. Miss America at that time. I was just saying, it was very was different than from what it is. A lot different. See, the reason why we did it was Sandy Beach. Uh, Sandy Beach uh, started it, and it was a f- AIDS fundraiser, and it was it was to make basically. Now, I could, correct me if I'm wrong, Sandy, because I might be wrong about this. But we'll print a retraction. Please do. Let me know. <laughs> it started out as a fundraiser, as a mockery of Miss America, right. which had been the night before. Okay. Miss America was on a Saturday night, and Miss America was on a Sunday night. Okay. And it and they and it was Atlantic City. Everybody was, was there. there. Miss Americas were there, and everything. It turned out to be amazing. It was at the bar, the Studio Six. It was outside on the deck. It was packed, and we and we the the people at Sandy Beach were chosen. Sandy Beach chose these people. It wasn't about you know, oh I'm going to compete. I'm going to compete. No, it wasn't nothing like that. We if we won, we won. If not, you know what? We didn't care because it wasn't really a big crown. It wasn't a title. It wasn't really a pageant per, right. per se. Then, then, then of course the club closed and it, it faded away. Then there was a big comeback and I was in the big comeback and I didn't win that one either. But it's okay. <laughs> but she's not bitter. <laughs> no, no, I didn't win that one. But it's still, I got the chance to be on a bigger stage. This is why I wish I had video, not just audio, for this. <laughs> the facial expressions. Yes. Anywho, um, it was, it was, it was, it was. It's different. It turned into something different. It turned into something. That, and then the following year, when I applied and I was denied, I was denied. Oh, really? I was denied, and then I never entered again. I was yeah. like, you know what? You know, you turned it into a pageant. Yeah, it's, it's become not, much more of like a traditional beauty pageant yeah, now. And I that's don't why, want like, because I, mean, I compete in the National Comedy Queen system, which yeah. is a pageant, but like. They don't want to see a gorgeous evening gown. They want to see a Camp, fucked up campy evening stuff, gown. camp, yeah. fun stuff. So, which like, I, I, would I never... live the drag I live for. Yeah, and, and you know, compared to what we see today, and All right, well, we're gonna pause for two seconds while I get a refill. Commercial right time. Commercial. Commercial time. <laughs> Sing for us, Sal. Just... For a summertime refresher with a flavor that's sublime. Enjoy yourself. It's a lot of tea time. <laughs> Right, that's that was my our first commercial song. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. That was. I a love up with the DJ. She wanted to play a commercial. I have my own commercial. The, that wait, was wait. The All right, Queen, or that you would say, all right, bitches, put that into your <laughs> pipe and smoke it. Jingle. I have my own jingle. Yeah. <laughs> From the 1960s. Like, she's like, I'm gonna play the song. I'm like, bitch, you're a DJ. Play it. Let's go. I have my own commercial. Salada tea time. Mm. So, all right. So where are we to now? To the present. Oh, we're up to the present. Up to the present. Okay. So I like to play a little game called 20 Questions that normally only ends up being like four or five. Yeah, because we're running out of time. <laughs> we're well, go like, for the questions. Like 34 minutes, we're good. Okay, good. So um, what is your – you probably already talked about it, but you can talk about it again and expound more. What's your best drag memory? 
Well, of course, American Idol. Yes, that's my pride and joy. Um, as for best character or best. Uh, well, just your. I mean, it can be a show. It can be a number. It can be whatever. You like well, your best memory. Uh, uh, well, of course, the, you know, the, the Idol would always be my my best. I mean, you can't top, honey. You could be in judged by fit, in, in national TV and, and and be judged by everybody, but you could be judged by the Queen of Shade, Simon Cowell. <laughs> the you Queen can't. Of Shade. The original Queen. <laughs> the original, of Shade. honey. Yeah. You, if they say, why don't you go and report? I says, no, honey. I was judged by Simon Cowell. I mean, you, that's, that's the shadiest true. in the business, you know? And you can't compete against that. And yeah, I think Idol. I don't have to say Idol. And what's your, what's your favorite number that you do? Fairy Godmother from Shrek. Um, it was, I've never seen that one. Describe it. Oh, okay. Well, you can find it on YouTube. She's like, <laughs> um, check my receipts. I did, it, I did it at Mr. America, too. <laughs> Oh, it's, is it her song? It's her. her I need um, a hero. Album. I need a hero. Okay. I but I, there's movie clips that you couldn't come back to your swamp and leave well enough alone. And I really look like her. And it's like it, it started out just as a Halloween costume, and then I turned it into a number. Something nice. Yeah, and and then of course. Um, Hair, my hairspray medley, and see, yeah, there's a lot of shows you have not seen me do because I haven't been performing in a while, and I'm bringing her back. I know we did a show together. I think I were you in the Victoria Parker show we did at Venture. I don't believe. I don't remember. So. I might have. It might have been a Lacage. I, yeah. I remember you did the tour between tour two, between two, two lovers. lovers with the oh, lovers. let me tell you the story that about good. that. That was good. Okay, it's dirty. <laughs> well, one day I was cleaning my bedroom, and there was. <laughs> Okay. And, a, and an AM station or whatever was playing 70s music and Tour Between Two Lovers came on. Well, I'm just cleaning my room and oh, I came across my porn. And <laughs> and all of a sudden a magazine opened up and Oops, on one there side it is. there was one guy with a large member and then one guy with a small <laughs> member. Well, originally I was going to just bring out on stage pictures of it. I said, but that can be a little, you know, I might get in trouble with that. So then I thought, hmm, what can I use? And next thing you know, it turned out to be the dildos. And then, and I've been doing that for over 20 something years. Yeah. Yeah. Another fun number I love. See, I love representing everyday people. Like, you got people imitating, um, Performers and stuff. I like to imitate everyday people, like waitresses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I dressed up as a a waitress, which I beat Brittany Lynn in one time. <laughs> Actually, me and we got a drinking game. Every time you bring up her, take a drink. Like every time we had a drinking, we had a drinking I, game. I, I, I just, every single time I, she said, "You know I, what I mean." We took a drink, and you were wasted fifteen minutes into it. I I I, I did. She works hard for the money into uh, nine to five into. Um, uh, supermodel, you better work. Okay. And I and I and I love dressing like that because I, I feel very South Philly, and I represent. <laughs> I, rep- I represent the Melrose Diner to the T, <laughs> and there used to be, and now it's a Walgreen, but it used to be a place. It was a, where the Walgreen is now here on um, um right on 12, uh, 13, uh, 11th Street, sorry, on 11th, at where the Walgreens is, that oh, used to be a diner, really? and it was called the Savoy, and there used to be the old, the diner ladies looking just like that, and I used to duplicate them, and just, so I like a lot of my numbers, so I can't, I can't really say Fairy Godmother is my favorite, but I do enjoy the reaction everybody gets yeah. when they do, I do it, and I like that. So okay, next so question. What's your, what's your most embarrassing Drag memory, honey. I've been wanting to tell you this. Oh. Oh. All right, kids. Get it, girl. All right, picture it. Here it is. Picture it's, it's Sicily. Yeah, really. 
the cruel summer number, I dress as a beach lady. And I pull out an umbrella, and I and you hear seagulls, and I and I, I and make it look like the seagull pooped in my face, and you have like it all fall <laughs> over. I, it's seasonal now. I only do it like during the summer. It's seasonal, <laughs> it's like <laughs> strawberries. There's, it's a seasonal number. Well, I I had my store. I store my um, umbrella and every all the beach stuff in the basement. Well, that year was unfortunately a bad water bug year. So I went on stage. Bad water bug year. And I did Cruel Summer, and I opened up the umbrella, and all these water bugs went all on the entire dance floor, and everybody started jumping out. Where was this? That's 12 man. <laughs> You just brought. I was like, I was mortified. I didn't know. I was like, I'm sitting there trying to keep going and stepping on them as I go. It was, that was so embarrassing. It was a bad water buggy. Yeah, it was. It was a cruel summer. That was that was one of my worst on stage performances. That takes the cake. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, he's just. I didn't notice at the time, but DJ Tucky at the time, he was like looking, saying, "Look, look!" And people, I see people jumping. Oh, I'm sorry. And then they had to have it fumigated. Oh my god. That's funny. That's embarrassing. That's, on. That's pretty fucking embarrassing. Well, that's good. But that way. So now, what are your what are your pet peeves? With either either give me either as a DJ dealing with drag queens or as drag queens uh, drag queen dealing uh, with pet other peeves, queens. Pet peeves. Pet yeah. peeves. DJ. Um, when a person asks for a song, I'm always willing to give them what they want to hear. I have no problem with that. But. It's not a bag of potato chips, kids. <laughs> you can't just like take one and keep on going and on and on and give me an scene that they're going to give me a pet their uh, playlist. My other pet peeve is, kids, if I'm DJing downstairs, especially at Eye Candy, and you want to hear a song, do not take your phone and shove it in my face. I want you to talk to me. <laughs> talk to me. Now, I did have embarrassment when it's a DJ with that. Because every time a person takes their phone and puts it in my face, I said, no, I want you to tell me what you want. Well, unfortunately, a, 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 a mishap happened. A girl came up to me. She put her phone in my face. And I go, no, I want you to talk to me. She goes, I thought I'm deaf. I'm like, oh, my well, God. I oh was God, humiliated. Was I felt, she says, I found. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. That means your phone. I found this phone. And I wanted to return it. Oh, was, no. Oh. She wasn't even asking. She wanted a song. She just wanted to return the phone. Well, congratulations. That was horrible. You're going to hell. Yeah. You're going to hell for that one. Well, I did apologize, so that's okay. <laughs> now, pet peeve and drag. I My biggest pet peeve is girls getting on the microphone and saying, you better tip me. That is the most horrible, horrible thing you should ever say. Do you go, now listen to me, do you go to a restaurant and have a waiter say, you better tip me? Never. It is the most, it's, they, people, you are there to 
serve the people, not to be worshipped. No, you are supposed to entertain. Preach. And and that my drag mom, Mabel, said this to two fighting drag queens at the MSA, that speakeasy, back in the day when they were fighting. She came out of the bathroom and she says, listen to an old queen, honey. You two need to stop being drag queens and learn how to be entertainers. If you can't do that, get out of the business. Snap. And that yeah. was exactly what I... People who in the drag today, you know, uh, it's all about the me. Me, me, me. How do I look? How many times they look in the mirror? Come on now. Stop it. It's You have to entertain the people. Make them feel part of the show. Make them feel involved. Don't and don't curse either. All the cursing is not necessary. It's <laughs> well, I'm guilty of that. I, it, well, I curse if it's part thing. of your, if it's part of you, then sure. yeah, it, yeah, it is. But the thing is, a lot of people just get on the microphone and f this and f that and f this. I'm like, yeah. come on now. There, it's a time. It and gets place. tiresome after a while, and it, it, it makes you look trashy. Yeah, I'm I'm old school drag. I like I'm old school girl, and I'm more like my character Salada is like your favorite aunt or teacher, mm-hmm. and I'll let you know. <laughs> like I let poor Satine know back in the day. <laughs> We're gonna go there. Yes, we are Satine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Me and Satine had a little word about a couple about a year ago, and uh, it was about something about the way it was. She said, "This is how it is." I go, "That's not how it is," but you know what? We patch things up, and and she's always nice to me now. We talk, and and things are understanding, and I like that because, you know what, she needed to learn something, and she did, and and I love the bath that you know what she listened. She listened. Oh, it was some sass in the beginning, but you don't sass a lot, honey. That's like shooting Bambi. No, honey. No, you don't. Yeah, or or you know, chopping Santa Claus's head off or something. So you, this is as we're winding down here. This is, you brought up, and it's a good transition. Because um, you and I talk about like the old, old school, school drag, drag mm-hmm. and the ways of doing things, and you've seen. A lot of girls pass through Bob and Barbara's. A lot of girls mm-hmm. pass through mm-hmm. Eye Candy and mm-hmm. 12th Their Command. Mm-hmm. And talk, just talk to us about, like, your thoughts on, like, the way things should be done versus the way things kind of are now. Like, mm-hmm. what you're... Well, a lot to do with RuPaul, of course. Yeah. We all know about that. And... RuPaul, I'm a double edge with the RuPaul affair, so I love the idea, the fact that she brought it to the mainstream. Right. Because back in the day, when in the early 2000s, so drag was like fading away a little bit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't much in the clubs. It was getting a little more. So when she brought it out there, and it started to be popular again. But it was, I'm going to say it's part, only small, small part, kids. RuPaul's Drag Race is a reality show. Right. Drag is a profession that goes way back, way before RuPaul days. Right. It goes back to the 30s and 20s and stuff like that. Maybe even further back to the, when the, when the guy when um, Caesar was dressed as Cleopatra. You know, it yeah, goes way back. back. It goes Shakespeare. Yeah. So, and it's going to continue. RuPaul's Drag Race. It's only a small part of drag, and these queens are misled. I think they think it's all about. It's like I think they turn drag into um, model show. What is it? The top model. What was that yeah. model show? That model. You, yeah, it's not about that. Or 
Well, there's an aspect of drag where that is drag, but yeah, like it's that's not all that there is. And they're not. learning. They're learning, and I have to admit, their makeup is most phenomenal makeup I've ever seen. And I try my best. It's a lot of I first time in. First time ever that this this uh, past two years I've done bottom lashes now. I've never <laughs> did bottom oh, lashes back. now. And now I'm doing my thanks to you new girls. I try to keep up trendy. I did the the, the big hair I've had way before it was trendy. Okay. Yeah. I've had big hair way but before. You see, I don't I don't do small hair. No. I think small flat hair makes you look like a man in a wig. You need big well, hair. Well, I do that when I do my lesbian number. Big. I can, yeah. <laughs> I have a mullet and everything. I yeah. Do, oh, yeah. You need big hair to make your features look smaller. But I just don't let them, I let the queens, it's a learning process, but I don't want them to be, don't disrespect the, uh, the generation before, before you, though, because they're the ones who led the way for you, and they're the ones who are going to guide you with their wisdom and everything they want to tell you. And they're probably going to be there listen. after you fizzle the fuck and out. And listen, there's a reason why they've lasted long. So there's something that they, you need to learn. And I learned from other drag queens. I learned. I mean, some of them are really bitchy, but I learned from them. And, and that's how you do You, It's a learning process. So remember... RuPaul's Drag Race is only a small portion of what drag is. It's about you entertaining the people. It's about you making those people out there feel good inside. If you got a smile and they're not texting or anything while you're performing, then you got them, then you did it. Yeah. But but now if they're just ignoring you, you are doing wrong. And don't be asking for money, bitches, because you don't earn it. <laughs> Snap. Snap. Fingers in the air. Well, that is, a, I think that's a good note to end on. Thank you, Miss Salata. Oh, you're welcome. I only did 47 minutes. No, you're good. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. I add shit at the end. We have commercials and stuff. Okay. I, I add a beginning and end. Do you have anything you want to promote or plug? Well, let's see. Um, I'm going to try my best to bring more Salata out there now, just because the kids, you know, they need to. I need to be told. Uh, not to be told, but, you know, all your old stuff becomes new again. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm working on a, a possible. Uh, karaoke and uh, I can't even working on it. You know, it's not definite, and that we're we're working on something like that. And fingers crossed. And of course, you can always find me DJing in the pub, which mm -hmm. I love doing. That eye candy and uh, and uh, in the summer I'm upstairs. So she summer. loves me drunkenly coming in and requesting uh, Gloria by uh, <laughs> You know, I did that number. I, I did, did that in my Ladies of the Eighties medley. I love that song. Yeah, I love me some Laura. Yeah, well, I will play that too. And I like uh, seeing people out there, and I always know them by their song. So. I give them, it's like bartenders know them by the drinks, I know them by That's their songs. But I love working at Eye Candy, I love it. I, I'm very I'm very happy being there. And I love Bob Barbers, of course, and of course, working at the hospital. And I love talking to all of you people in this little tiny microphone yes. thing. Yes, well, thank so, you for thank coming you. over. Welcome, you've honey. always been a sweetheart to me. Aww. I always love getting thank to you, see baby. you and chit chatting. You've always been a All right, kitties, we love you. Bye bye. Bye. Yes, yeah, so that was our interview with the hysterical Miss Salata T. She's a blast. She's a peach. Uh, stay tuned for future episodes. We've got some fabulous ones coming up. Uh, interviews with some of your Philly favorites. And also every Monday, listen in for our RuPaul's Drag Race Recap podcast with a rotating uh, cast of guests. And as always, follow me on Instagram at itsbevbitch and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. And I will catch you on the flip side. Bye.